Mm -hmm. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Laughter the Club. It's Jeff. I'm here with Jeanette. Uh, Happy New Year to our faithful listeners, listener. And and to Izzy Gutierrez. If if you're listening to this, whenever this gets posted, uh, please reply and let us know that you listened. Um, uh, Just Um. hashtag I'm a listener. (laughs) No one's going to do that. Um. (laughs) So we had um, we had quite the week in um, sports and sports media, Jeanette. We had um, all of my dogs have decided to uh, to join. Uh, they can't have they can't tweet hashtag I'm a listener because they're dogs. But you know, no, no thumbs. They count as two so far. So yeah, well, Let, uh, let's see if somebody starts vacuuming. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, they decide uh, to start, um, I don't know, some sort of demolition <laughs> or yeah, some other loud my, activity. My neighbor decided to start uh, trimming a tree at like 10 o'clock the other night. So oh. that was that was cool, you know, like you Dur- do. During a windstorm, uh, like a yep. freaking Santa Ana event? That, yeah, that makes sense, of course. Yeah. Well, it's like watering the lawn after it rains. Um... <laughs> So, um, so I guess so you can, let's just do the week kind of chronologically here. So we, uh, start off with, well, the, the, well, just do you, how do you start your weeks? Is Sunday when you start your week or do you start your week on Mondays? Well, I, I, I really do start it on Monday, but I was going to go Sunday night here. Okay. Um, and, uh, the watch party that the show did. It was fun. It was so stupid. I was text. I was messaging freaking Tasha during it. Like, you guys are the biggest goddamn dorks ever. Like, just sitting there doing the fucking rooting for a tie, calling everything as though the game. Uh, that was funny shit. It, it it's also um, a great. You know, there are moments where we're just like, you know what? They're they're mailing it in and. You know, they're just, uh, you know, it's reruns or they're taking um, recycling material, putting, they're upcycling it. It's the same stuff, but in a new packaging, right? But salute to the main core team that showed up on Monday um, to just do the regular show, especially for the people that didn't stay at the Elser overnight that they drove home because they stayed that game ended almost like what 11 30 or something and then they kind of like did a little like they didn't like shut off like right away because they were still trying to like annoy greg so you know like greg he stayed because not only did he have to submit his column but him and um chris recorded for the greg cody pod to be released the next day so they probably didn't get to go to sleep till maybe like one so yeah maybe what they should have done is (laughs) that weekend they should have traveled to the la studios taking advantage of the time difference you you just took gonna take the words out of my mouth this just goes to show just make it more complicated yeah but what a shit experience watching sports on the east coast is man like you know on on sundays we roll out of bed 
it's 10 o'clock, the football's on, and then, you know, it's over by eight something. Yeah, I mean, if you... It's so civilized. It could end earlier, depending on if you're... Like, because you don't have to watch the primetime game, but I think if, you know, some people are just like, if, if they're just consuming for for the bets or i know that now fantasies almost everything is over or you're just like i just want to watch my team so if your team is in the prime time game you're definitely going to stay up but probably like after the four o'clock the one o'clock four o'clock games you're probably like tapped out and you're like i guess i should spend some time with my family yeah i don't do that. if you're that kind of person <laughs> no but but no for me the reason why i don't watch the late game sometimes is just because red zone ended and now I don't have my like crack level football extensive regular... stimuli. Yeah, and then regular football is just boring. It's like, oh, stop moving so slow. I, I thought it was great that they were able to convince Christine Lisi to step away from her viewing habits to join them for that period of time that she was there. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was just, you know, in her upstairs room all like. I know she was like twenty feet from the camera, just like <laughs> being an old person. It's like it was like a hostage video or something. Like she was yeah. about to just be like, "I need you guys to send three million dollars for my safe return." It's so cool, but it's also like like her house being just super buffaloed out for the not just the bills but the sabers. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. I have to tell you, because of the way your background's working, when you turned your head for a second, I really thought you had like dyed a chunk of your hair blonde. <laughs> like, what the hell did you do? <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I... Oh, all right. Well, this is new. Um, sorry, I had to drink beer. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was fun. It, they're always stupid but it was a good time and there was just so damn much there was we were so after that we really got through so much thrown at us in such a short period of time with like all right national championship game very disappointing yeah um did you see the video before we move move on to the tuesday greg cody tuesday of jim harbaugh uh, celebrating with the team in the locker room and they were singing for he's a jolly good fellow. fellow yeah i'm like what in the 1940s is this shit i know he's so fucking weird dude it's so bad he's just like such if you want to pick out like goofy awkward white man i i don't know if there is like a better a better example he's just no, it's, 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 it's something going on. Oh, no, sorry. Um, All right, I'm supposed to keep talking. All right, Jim, let's take, go and do something. All right, now I have to fill air by myself. But yeah, as a goofy, awkward white man, I know these things, and that is one goofy, awkward white man. Um, No, but it's also like the team buying into also singing with equal enthusiasm Bro, they he they decided to go play for that guy <laughs> he he came into their living room and did his bullshit spiel and they're like yep that's my guy like you but gotta also, be kind of a wiener 
but also by that time because of like the michigan versus everybody mentality it's kind of like i don't want to say that he could have asked them to do anything and they would blindly comply but just to see Probably would. just to see like a bunch of guys 18 to like 20 something and i'm just like they've he either like printed the words because i'm like nobody in that age range knows this fucking song right like i mean there are only like eight words but unless like it's part of you they know, do it all the time yeah unless when it's you know when they go to like spring uh spring ball and they start getting back into conditioning it's part of you know it, it comes with like the territory it's not just like learning the school uh, I, I, I like, light song I, and whatnot but it's also so, like, so you have like you have them in the, the in the weight room and when purim like squats 500 for the first time they're all for like, purim whatever purim purim that's a different thing <laughs> yeah it's it's one of them is a synonym for gooch and taint well um i don't know i just went with it um but yeah, so you have them like in in the weight room, like singing that when he like, you know, hit, hits his bench record or something. Yes. Yeah, so instead of like whatever, um, like some other congratulatory song of like the generation or of the moment, you know, it's for he's a jolly good fellow. Like that's what he's instituted. Like, you know, um, like you know someone like a walk-on right get gets us they they give a walk on a scholarship for whatever and instead of like okay guys yeah the, now we gotta like all sing and it's just like like the, the, ring, ring around the rosy yeah they're not like, doing that at they're not doing that at you know when it was joe burrow's lsu team they were not singing that song coach o was not over there <laughs> I got him like doing the hokey pokey and shit like that on the sidelines. Like, yeah, it's every, think... everything old timey. So, do you think oh. first he tried to do the wreck of the Edmund, Edmund Fitzgerald, but that was so sad and it's such a long song that he just was like, okay, plan B for he's a jolly good fellow? Couldn't tell you. Possible though. I mean, I wonder how. You know how I imagine him dancing always also is like, what's that one where you like have your one finger up in the Charleston? Is that it? What's that? No, like the Watutsi where they where they do the thing with the the, the one dance that they oh Greg used to do that they had like a, a boomerang or something where he would touch his knees and like just oh like just go back yeah, and that, forth. That's that too. Yeah. Hi, pal. Hey, Breaker Breaker, them do boys ready. And I'll never get over. Does it sound like that again? Yes. Yeah, but yeah, it's okay, pretty good CB cool. radio, actually. Yeah, I like that. All right. Uh, over and out. <laughs> over and out. How was, uh, how'd the basketball game go? Coach Yeah, those do boys ready. Again. <laughs> All right, I just want to try one, one more time at that. Uh, oh, man, we lost. We lost. Oh, um that sucks but those boys played hard you know what they play for a lot of pride a lot of dignity they don't give up they don't quit on me they play hard on a but we'll get them next time how bad was the loss on a scale of trailblazers to pistons god okay i'm gonna say on a scale of trailblazers to pistons 
the loss was probably at a like hmm, maybe like like kind of like how the Lakers have been losing lately, where it's just like close games and just you know heartbreakers. Like you're you're down for most of the game and then you make a little run and then yeah. you know yeah. not there. That's but right. uh, wait, who lost yeah. first last night? Oh, so UCLA did so the fifty so the UC- fifty burger loss, yeah. Yeah, but that's still not a I, I wasn't sure who lost worse if it was them or the Trailblazers. No, Trailblazers goes like Trace 60 Blazers something. got it. Yeah. No. UCLA 60 lost insane. By, 62 points. UCLA lost by 56. Um, yeah, and what was like the Bucks was like 40 something. 62 though. I don't know if I've ever I mean, I've seen that in like high school games. Well, what was that? The Lakers North... had that 55 one time. What was that uh, earlier in the basketball season? The North n- North Dakota or South Dakota, where they beat that school like a hundred and sixty something to twelve. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but did you see the video from that? That yeah. was like a Division forty six school. Like the guys couldn't dribble; they were bouncing it off their feet. It are we are we sure that wasn't Bishop Sycamore's like basketball affiliate? Bishop Sycamore <laughs> would have recruited much better than that. Ooh, that's the Washington Generals um, development team. Excellent. The Washington Generals. That's the team that plays against the Globetrotters and gets trounced every time. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. It took me a second. I forgot. Yeah, I, I was like, I probably need to provide some context here. Salute. Uh... Gilligan's Meadowlark Island? Le- no, I was going to say Meadowlark Lemon. Um, but Gilligan's well, Island also. Yeah. Um. Okay, so do we move on to Tuesday sports or Wednesday sports day since we're going down the sports yeah, week? Yeah, pal, we were kind of doing this a little bit uh, in uh, chronological order here. So let's see, what do we have on Tuesday? Tuesday was an all-timer for Greg. He was. Yes, ex- it was. He was exceptional. Um, like he is. I, I I think of like the old white dudes that I know that are like seventy or that neck of the woods, and I know a lot of them because of what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, and ain't none of them. Ain't not a one of none of yous are that goddamn weird, man. He is the strangest motherfucker, and I love it. I, like, and when he gets on one, it's just the best. Oh, this week, no, he he's had a two week heater that has just been awesome, and I love the way they've been like when they were talking about the. Oh my god, that hard network workout was so good. Oh week. god, what was it? I don't remember exactly what happened. It was. I remember they, it being really good. It was because they because uh, he was trying to give us back in my day on briefcases, and they kept getting him like distracted. That's so right. they, they they can get him rambling and talking. And at one point they're talking about his trifold wallet, and uh, well that was, actually that was really funny when he got angry the second time because he got, he like in the middle of it he realized hey they're just dragging me along again so they can get me for yet another hard network workout. Oh what a great blindside, man! He got rocked with that one. Yeah, that was a. It really caught him off because he's been better lately about not getting so caught off guard, and that one did get him. Um, let's see. Yeah, I'm, I think uh, like so they did. Um, they actually brought back the club for today, and they 
played uh, sound from Greg and it was him opening like the wallet. He's like, Magnum <laughs> And then Chris is like, my dad had no idea what a Magnum, like what that condom like represents what the connotation was yeah. yeah so he had to explain it to him and then he was all like baby <laughs> the strangest old man he's looking old these days too man i'll tell you when he was when he was like in the uh at the football game while he was writing his column greg you know maybe he should have maybe he should have embraced that haircut i don't oh, know no. Greg is just Greg. Greg's starting to look like an old man. Good on him. Um, you know, I'm glad the cough has gotten a lot better, though. That is true. It the uh, cough was bad for like a gone, long time, and it, and it yeah, and like he hardly has. He, he there's been a couple days where he you know he's had it or he's coughing to the mic here and there, but it's like it's nothing compared to what it was. Where he was, it was like, oh man, is this okay? Is this like a debilitating thing that he's gonna have forever? But no. Yeah, and it was scary. Anytime he would start laughing, and then well, it would start snowballing on him, and then. Well, remember, it, I think it kind of like turned around for him when uh, he had that fainting episode. Where mm-hmm. was, was it that they were like visiting a friend's house or something, and then next thing you know, he was they they had called the paramedics. Yeah. So, you know, they switched up his his medication, and he no longer had those. Um, it, it helped with what you know whatever was causing yeah because i think like the cough really like he was the con the chronic cough was probably prohibiting him from getting the correct levels of oxygen to his brain i'm only yeah you know i'm not i used to be a medical professional i'm only you know i, I don't know anything i'm just you know this is what i suppose was a reckless speculation but i think when that episode happened and they changed up his medication and i and he actually took seriously his doctor's appointments and sticking to them and also Chris or going with him to ensure that he was like giving the proper history to his physician or physicians that made a world of difference for him. This is one of the few things I've ever actually talked to Chris about, like relatively extensively, which is like us both dealing with our dumbass parents and their doctor's appointments. And I'm like, dude, I swear I'm going to start going with them. I can't trust them to say anything truthfully. He's like, it makes me rip my goddamn hair out. That shit is frustrating. So I imagine at some point, like Chris just put his damn foot down about it. Um, but yeah, uh, I it, although I, I think I don't know if it was the cough so much as the cough leading up to the malignant tumor, but that uh, malignant benign tumor. Benign. I said the wrong word. Um, Did, that ma- that was the best of all hard net workouts, though, right? Like that yes. would never ever be top. Yes. Do you think when they told him, but I was like, buddy up. <laughs> but but I- the, when he when he the whole Badeev segment was so funny. I was like trying to catch my breath as I was driving to work. Oh, and then as they're trying to spell it, and he's not even putting the P at the end of it, perfect. Well, I gotta perfect. tell you, though, like, it didn't, like, this, it, he's like, it's the sound a chicken makes. I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. But then when I, but then when I heard, when I heard how Uncle Dick spelled it, or was like, derp, 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 like, because his was just B-D-E-P, 
That, yeah, that makes sense to me. Oh, so so should we beat should we be nefarious and beat Greg to the trademark of Bidip? Because mm. then yes, we yeah. then then we can send cease and desist to the merch store and be like, you can't use that on a T-shirt. Yes, yeah. that will definitely ingratiate us for future interviews. Also. <laughs> Jeff, what future? Jeff, as, our, as our lawyer, as our lawyer, Jeff, TM. What? As our lawyer, TM. I'm. I'm we're tra- oh, that's me I tra- That's me officially trademarking that thing. I don't think that's. Um, I don't think you just say as our lawyer and that's how it works. But close enough. No, that's le- that. No, you're a lawman, so it's legally blind. It's legally binding. I was legally blinding. Bl- legally blinding is probably legally blinding is when we see Greg's feet on the show. <laughs> that's legally blinding. Legally Jessica blinding. Touches. Legally <laughs> blinding should be a reality show about a blind lawyer, like lawyer. Yeah. Or like that. lawyer. No. Le- lawyer, no. Uh-oh. I have, Pow, you totally, yeah. we've lost you, Pow. Uh, agreed. Yep. I agree 100%. Yeah, whatever you said, awesome. totally. Yeah. As long as it wasn't racist, sexist, oh, I said, misogynist. Any oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I trademarked. Ah, legally blind. Legally blind. Okay. <laughs> All right, I like it. Show idea, yeah. Jeanette, you're uh, well. I guess you two. I just running are, a reality television program. I was gonna say you two are the reality TV uh, aficionados. So, dude, Salt Lake City like the, is, uh... was crazy, bro. Okay, we're we're sticking to sports. We're not veering okay, from sorry. that because well, now. I mean, yeah, go ahead. Now we're up to Wednesday. Okay. In the sports Ooh. calendar. All right, so hit the carousel. Yeah, what? Da 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 take a moment to celebrate the ending of two evil empires um i've hated them both for as long as i can remember and you know now that the time has come for them to uh, step away from the game thinking back over what they've meant to the nfl and college football i'd like to still say fuck you to belichick and saban i hate your guts well, I think there's a possibility. Don't you I say like... it. No. Saban is retiring, so he is like. Don't you say it, Jeanette. But the the possibility of Belichick emerging somewhere else and trying to resuscitate his evil ways with a new franchise. Don't is, say it. It's possible. I am not going to say. go. Superchargers, San Diego. Chargers! Okay, I can't help but break into someone. But, but, um, God, I don't want him. I don't want him. I'd be fine with Uncle Pete. You know? (laughs) Uncle Pete. Oh, I haven't heard that in so many years. Yeah, Uncle Pete. Uh, You know, bring him down. Bring him down from Seattle. 
Um, I mean, I'm not really stoked on, you know, a 70-something-year-old coach either way, but between no, all these options... He's at least 60. Well, the way he carries himself and keep, takes care of himself, he's younger Dude, than he, that, you know? He, he's in better shape than most, like, 48-year-olds I know. Are you kidding me? Yeah, remember the DK Metcalf shirtless photo? Uh-huh. <laughs> when he, uh, they, they met for the first time? It's like... You remember when Pete was out there in preseason last year, just like dropping dimes? He played quarterback in practice, and he was great. Yeah, um, and and I mean, people like Pete. Like he might be a little too warm and fuzzy for some people, um, but you know, he certainly. Uh, I let me put it this way: I don't think I would have gone to USC but for Pete Carroll. Because I didn't fall in love with that school until Reggie Bush. And there is no Reggie Bush at USC with that dominant team without Pete Carroll. And he was always so nice when I ran into him on campus. He's like, and chewing gum. He's like, yeah, in his golf cart. Lane would just kind of like give you like this little like uh, uh, sort of wave and then keep it rolling. Um, But yeah, so anyway, we lost. I guess we lost Pete Carroll as a coach. I don't know really what he's going to be doing now. He could be get... one of those like special advisors to, yeah, he's you some know, sort of like you yeah. know what? Yeah, if if you know, because bunch he, of bullshit. Yeah, or you know, he could, if he wanted to do something with USC. Um, you know, there's a huge contingent that, of course, like when when the rams were still playing in the coliseum and they had that first game with the seahawks he got like a standing ovation yeah you know all of the i'm pretty sure a lot of usc people just showed up just to like clap for him they were like not interested in the game yeah you know but yeah i could see him taking one of those like special advisor roles um i don't see him kind of like working for goodell unless it's like within you know, like the youth initiatives or like yeah. something, something along I mean, those technically lines. He's still with the Seahawks right now, right? Yeah. Like he's, he's some sort of advisor. Thing yeah. But if he, he, but if he like still wanted to have like football, like a connection to, to football and be relevant and, and, and see the next generation or whatever, that's probably how it would, it would go. But um, yeah. yeah, like that's the only thing I can imagine. So he's either like a special advisor somewhere with within the main headquarters, or maybe like the same thing with with a school where the same thing. He has connections to so the the coaching tree that he has. So he could do something with Texas. He could go back to Lane or you know all these other people, and the same thing. Just be like, if Lane and Pete show up to your house and they want your son to go to Ole Miss. You know, like you said, yeah. the, the the just his his personality might be enough to like Vibes win you over. Better. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and also it if he was to do that for his former assistants, um, it definitely helps with like the nil. So if there's like or if, or even if he doesn't have a connection, if there's a school out there that has an nil problem, not FSU, because uh, their shit is so fucked. Like he's not gonna want to get involved with whatever bullshit they're doing. But he will totally bolster that. Uh, you know, yeah. like it, you know, he, whatever the donors are, like you know. So Mike Ryan, Golden King. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so that was the one that wasn't as big of a deal as the other two, right? Yeah, he was, like they said, of, of when it comes in threes, he yeah. was number three. Yeah. Uh, I think Saban was definitely, as far as the people stepping away, he stole that news. And, um, yeah. you know, uh, Reese Davis did, like, a thing with him afterwards. I'm like, like, how the fuck did he get to, like, Tuscaloosa so fast to go and do so that? He knew it in advance. And the whole time that he's, like, I'm watching the, the, the interview, and I'm just like, Tom Rinaldi would have done such a better job. I'd be in tears right now. And it's just, like, fumble the bag. Every time that ESPN now tries to do those things, it's I'm always just like, this would have been so much better with Rinaldi. And sadly, when I watch it with... um. On the big noon kickoff and Ronaldo does it on Fox. Th- there's something lost there. I yeah, don't, I, don't it, I don't know if it's like the 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 like the the grime of the association with Urban Meyer and then when they try to make Clay Travis part of like the thing a couple years ago, just like how to me that feels counter to what Rinaldi stands for. It just doesn't hit the same way. And I don't know if anybody's told Tom that. So, but uh, he still it's, he still puts out the same type of great stories. But it's like now it's maybe like ninety percent t- tugging at the heartstrings and not the full one hundred. On that note, I would still like to reiterate: fuck Nick Saban. <laughs> uh, speaking of Nick Saban and kind of like taking on like you know an alternative role or whatever, I was hearing that he's gonna like still keep an office in the stadium in Tuscaloosa. And yeah, I'd like, be surprised. That's just rough as the next head coach coming in, you know? You have you yeah. have the goat, right, staring over your shoulder the whole time and, you know, well, sure you're going to get little comments here and there. You sure you want to do that, you know? Yeah. Well, you I, would, I, I would have done it this way. Like, uh, get the fuck out of here, old man. Um, But that being said, though, like, all right, He's been in Tuscaloosa for how long now? Twenty years, something like that. Yeah. Nick David. All right. So, and he has all this money, and now he doesn't really have a reason to live in Tuscaloosa. So, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I have tens of million dollars in the bank and no obligations. I'm not. I'm not staying in Alabama. That's just not a thing that's happening. But he has that that house on the lake. Yeah, he has that house. It's a lake in Alabama. Like you can keep but, that house and still move someplace good. I don't know about that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a elitist coastal douchebag. Now he's always going to think about the the students on the tubes that he was that you know he was launching on on the back of his boat. See, you know? once again, let's compare and contrast. Jim Harbaugh, when he has his recruits, he's teaching them for he's a jolly good fellow. Saban trying to throw you off, throw you off a freaking inner tube on his lake. Yep. Yep. That's a good point, but um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, like, you know, he could like have his own island if he wanted to like and he owns like how many car dealerships does he own like yeah it's just like like all like all across the south 
they're they're uh, I'm just I'm uh I don't know. I'm being an asshole. I have to pee. Somebody else talk. Oh, do you want us to wait for Whitlock talk till you come back? You, you, you can get rolling. So I watched the whole Stephen A. YouTube on his response to Whitlock and him bringing out, you know, referencing the Deadspin article and um, Stephen A. talking about his initial dislike of Whitlock and the transgressions that have followed in that work relationship in quotation marks and not just the slights that Whitlock has committed against Stephen A but also uh, the slights that he has committed against people that at ESPN, Fox and other places that also Stephen A worked with and knew of and that is what has led to his growing dislike, hatred for Whitlock. So it was, um, I thought for, you know, we're used to seeing Stephen A react, be over, you know, the theatrical overreactions on first take or even on his own show. So he was, he did a very good job of putting his emotions out there, but they were very much in check. He, yes, he did curse, but it, he never went like, low voice to like the high voice those theatrics that we're used to Mm -hmm. and i think he he did a very like for the people that like if like i didn't know any of the stuff so so i learned a lot of things for the first time yeah and so just to hear his perspective, I'm not going to go and look and look for the other side's perspective because I don't like Steven, like Jamel said, when Whitlock uses cer- certain people in his in his tweets or he starts disparaging people's money or what they do at, at ESPN, he does it because he he needs the engagement, he wants the clicks. So if he puts out a statement, I am not going to look for it. But if it gets aggregated and awful announcing puts it out or the big lead or something, I may look into that. But I'm not genuinely, I am not going to seek out his side of the argument and give him clicks in that way and if at that time i'm still like oh you know want to be like if he if he puts out something where it's like oh shit like i, I want to know about that then i might find a sec i'll find the secondary source for it but generally i am not interested in what he has to say because the way that he has engaged in the last couple of years using people's names and and what they do or don't do is incredibly disgusting. And I, I, I'm, I'm just like, um, it's very obvious that a lot of that is motivated by his desire to be relevant. And the only way he can be, since on his own, he can't be relevant. The only way that he can be is to attack other people. And 
to do that for a paycheck or for clout just to be that way just doesn't sit well with me yeah I, I feel the same exact way too because it's like it's not even clever the stuff that he talks about a lot and it's the cadence that um that amin was talking about that he uses too he like he, he does definitely you know talk that way um but yeah i i agree it just anytime i see anytime i've seen that guy i'm just like he's gonna have to start spewing like just rhetoric you hear like everywhere else it's like how when they were talking about aaron Rodgers this week and they talk about like his sources being the same sources that everybody has, like all the conspiracy theorists have. Like it's not like he's doing any, you know, any of his own research, not doing any of their own things. It's just like rehash, sad talking points, and it just seems like he's just bitter and just jealous that like he since he wasn't as good as a journalist, he didn't get the same opportunities that they all were given. Especially if Dan's the one that's like you know getting him jobs and stuff. So, yeah, which I, mean, I found I'd... really funny. I mean, I think he was like pretty well regarded as a writer. It's just as soon as he, it's like you know how DeSantis was like really high up in the polls until everybody actually saw him talk, and then everyone's like, "Oh, this isn't a, a real human. Like this is some weird, really shitty robot." Um, He's Magnum PIE. He's Magnum PIE. Yeah. Yeah, when someone and, said looked like like a really bad shitty detective because of his fucking fedora. Well, that's what I was gonna say though. Is like that was the one thing. Like, so so. All right, I'm only gonna say this one time. And I've, before I said it, I've reached out to my friends, my past. No, um, <laughs> uh, you have a pastor. <laughs> Yeah, right, exactly. Al Pastor, um, the people that make it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I reached out to my friends. I had some Al Pastor. Um, no, but like, all right, so I, I'm not, I'm generally not a Stephen A fan. And, and it's because of like the serious and also the serious nature that he puts on a lot of stuff why i don't watch most like actual sports coverage these days um and also i'm not a huge fan of his cadence most of the time it kind of drives me nuts where like he really really goes out of his way i don't know if it's artificial inflections or those are just his inflections but they're very like over the top right everything he does the way he speaks the way he goes from high to low and obviously we've seen him heard him mean do it a million times um, I watched that whole pod. It's the only episode of his I've ever watched. Um, what about when he talked about his love for Latinas, Jeff? I saw that 30 second clip, but I'm saying I actually watched the whole episode. Um, and I love them. <laughs> and, uh, so I would say two things like one. Um, I probably wouldn't have hammered on the fat stuff quite as much because I think it undercuts a little bit of him going after this guy for being such a piece of shit. Um, because a lot of the stuff that Whitlock says is very sexist or homophobic or like, targeting one group or like making fun of somebody for some trait and like 
okay, well, maybe don't do that as much. Um, but whatever, like, that's not the end of the world. Like, if we look at, like, the scale of things, the scale of people that we shouldn't be hassling, you know, there's probably ones that are worse than fat person. But, um, but the other thing that I was really disappointed about and that you guys just hit was, like, how the fuck do you not talk about his hat more? <laughs> like, like, thank you. Like, are you kidding me? Like, it, it it's just like the most obvious dead giveaway about this guy. Like, look at his fucking hat. This is clearly a douche. Like, this guy's a dick nose. He he refurbishes he refurbishes dildos in his free time. He refurbishes dicks. Like, uh, like, uh, I just I don't. That's the dead giveaway. Wow, Pow froze at a bad spot. Um, Clip it, Maze. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah. No, you you just had a funny face. Uh, but but other than that, man, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Like, God, he scorched him. And it was nice where, like, within minutes, there was other people from, like, ESPN and shit just being like, like, Mina on Twitter. just like, yep, immediately. Like, yep, yep, what he said. Um, and of and of course, like like the one person that comes to the def- to his defense is of course Sage Steel. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Where's Michelle Tafoya? Yeah, <laughs> where is Michelle Tafoya? She, you know, she wants to get in on this shit too. Is, didn't she like quit? Mike Ryan's like, facial expressions work. Yeah, work for some campaign or something. Oh, know. that 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 shit flopped. Yeah, I assumed yeah. as much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was kind of, I was also kind of hoping Dan would like. Dan I think, was too nice. Yeah, I think he's um. When he started his explanation, saying he used to be a friend of my brother's, or he was, he yep. was more of yeah. my brother's friend than mine, and through my brother we. And I was just like, out wow. of the love that he has for his brother and of the heartache that he's still carrying um, since Lebo's passing. And I'm like, he's not going to go and... Not going to go scorched earth. Yeah, he's, is. you know, because it's like he would, I'm assuming he would feel or think that he is also trashing Lebo and his sense of, of understanding people. And giving people the benefit of the doubt or just having um a very diverse friend group so part of that and and also it's not dan's way of like you have to be like a huge piece of shit for dan to call to call you out on being a huge piece of shit but but it seems by based on everybody else's opinion because even like it was accurate so i mean yeah because even like i have dan has walked up to the line like in talking about norby and his treatment at espn by certain executives but he has never just stepped you know crossed that line so and and i thought he was 
like they were asking him the questions and he was just very like he just didn't want to just go out and be like yeah this motherfucker this and da, da, da. and then when he says i'm the reason that he got the job because you know me and simmons vouched for him so you know it's like you know like it's like what what and it's and i liked how jamel was like but did you ask any black people (laughs) 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 mr you know mr we gotta we gotta you know who's who's you know we gotta take the pulse of the players they're the ones that are putting their their bodies in harm and cte and this and it's like you didn't follow you didn't take your own medicine dan (laughs) yeah but also jamel did like did the same thing yeah she was you no know, she, she was she held back she yeah because because even i think like when her podcast comes comes back when she starts releasing episodes i this is gonna be so far down the line that she's not gonna bring it up anymore and even like in those occasions when he has in the past couple of years like brought her up she never in in her podcasts because I, I listen to it i'm subscribed to it she doesn't bring him up to be like hey you know like in her fuck it unbothered section or anything like that or you know word of the day or word of the week well, stuff she she doesn't bring him up and like him acting foolish i have a question for you guys though like and i mean this like legitimately like other than the other day when like he unintentionally cop to searching for gay sex toys or whatever the hell it was it's <laughs> like no no it was it was just like or it's like something about being balls deep in some yeah hardcore porn like no it was like a joke gift from no Amazon. you're right no you're right the phrase balls deep inside another was, man was like some was was along the lines of what it was yeah but yeah, it, was it was like a joke gift from amazon or something like, like that, that popped up it was like a based gift. on his search results oh. yeah yeah it, it was at, like um a, like a, like a like a card yeah something like that and it's just like buddy like you don't know what you're doing here but other than that and that was admittedly very funny um when's the last time you guys are aware of remembering anything that that he said Ooh, okay um he had said something about mina the last time i remember him like kind of coming up and i forgot the company that he was with at the time well that's i don't know that was gonna be the other question is like anyone know where to find tv no it's a Twitter. I mean, it's just his Twitter. That's all I assume it is. Um, I, I'm gonna scratch that from the pod. I was purposely trying not to say the name because it's like, oh, you know, sorry, yeah, no, no um, it, yeah, like because it, it just to me it feels really like, you know, because yeah, whenever whenever it comes to like yeah, like Mina or you know specifically Mina, he always throws the accusation of she's a diversity hire, mm-hmm. right? And it's like buddy it you know there are probably people that are subscribed to that network that you watch that they probably think of you as that diversity hire the diversity hire of like of like of that's that is you're being paid as a black man to support you know white supremacist views 
you know so like you're not being looked at as some sort of like groundbreaking individual where you work at by the people that tune into that network like like they see you as something much worse than a diversity hire and also he's been on a and this is like something that whenever his like he he goes off on these tangents always gets thrown in his comment section where one of those one of the guys that he does those panel discussion with he got banned from twitter from for sharing an image of child pornography like such a hardcore and disgusting image that he got banned and the dude was all like but my first amendment rights i can do so like his the other thing that he gets smeared with is like you sit on a stage with someone that does that to this day defends that action and you're cool just like spouting your 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 anti-vax and all your other bullshit so like when he's over here trying to give like talks about integrity and character and shit like that it's like but look who look 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 who you are actively associating with like wasn't it um i can't remember if it was stephen a or if i heard it elsewhere that just compared him to Herschel Walker. Um, which I thought was like a fairly apt comparison. Or just like, guy, we know you're not qualified for this job, and you have some real sketchy white people behind you that are propping you up and using you as the example of look, we have a black guy on our side. Um and I think my only thing is or I think it's different is that like Whitlock, like I think he just sold his soul. I think at one point he realized like, I'm not like talented enough to get like the roles that the people that are more talented than me are getting. And he pivoted and he just like sold out completely for that base. I think that's what ended up happening. Yeah, exactly. So, or, or that could actually be like what he actually believes because you know, as as minorities, you know, we are not a monolith. We do not all experience the same hardships or the same opportunities. And if you're in an, you know, when you're in an industry like he is, and people are looking for something, and you get passed over because you don't have what the industry needs at that moment, or, you know, whatever opinion it is that you have, it, it will embitter you and when you see that if if it's you know because we've heard the stories where if they need uh, in a in a newspaper room or or in in a in a network or whatever we can only have one woman one black guy you know one this one that but we can have like 30 white people you know you know white males yeah you know and then all the minorities they're all interchangeable so you know, there is a rivalry that you will feel where it's like, I have to outpace this woman, this other black guy, this Asian guy, um, whatever, in order to, to get ahead. And if you have been, and if you feel like you've been left back because, oh, they keep giving the opportunity to the woman because, you know, she's she's window dressing. She's, you know, like, you know, the shit that with uh, Carissa Thompson were like, well, of course they only had her there because she's pretty. Of course she didn't know shit, like da 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 da. That will embitter you and that will turn you against um the other people that you're that you're supposed to be like in alignment with as as a minority you would think so like that would be my train of thought as to why he got there but also 
can't discount the possibility of like there's so many people out there that are just when they see what the grift is and that it's profitable it's like you know what me too i you know you need some yeah. ivermectin i got ivermectin oh like da, 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 da. subscribe to my channel and i will tell you all about how you know the frogs are turning us gay and the water this and chemtrails and like whatever you know yeah but i um and while i appreciate that that is can largely be the case and you know chiming in is like the white male probably not the best time for me um but all, all i was gonna say was in this particular case it seems at least that there's a large amount of evidence this is not somebody who was disadvantaged necessarily i mean I'm, obviously he's gonna face challenges because of being a black guy that is inherent to being in america i suppose but but it seems like in this case there's such overwhelming evidence that he's just a piece of shit that he's just an asshole and he's he's treated everybody of every color and gender like shit that like i i i'm not sure pal's more not right here I, i'm i i think it might just be like a I, I don't I don't know if it's resentment or if it's just I think I think fuck. bitterness is tied up in that I think part of it is he's bitter he's not as talented he's bitter he wasn't getting the roles because now that now that Dan had explained that like him making a call on his behalf helped him get more work that made so much more sense as to why he was like given chances in certain points here and there because like I'm also wonder like if when it came to like him hosting PTI sometimes if Dan also was the one that like kind of introduced and got you know him in there well, doing and, that. And, and bill simmons bill simmons is like at espn particularly back then if bill simmons called you and said hire this guy yeah that's but, gonna carry a lot of weight yeah. yeah and then yeah like he does but also you would think that if he uh you know if he, if if whitlock because i don't think i've ever correct me i could be wrong but i don't think he's ever called out dan by name I have no idea. This would go no. back to my point because right? I don't ever hear he anything this man says. But but then you would think, like as plugged in as he appears to be, it's like, or or maybe it's like I said, it's part of the grift where he goes after Katie, who is also associated. Yeah, it's with just that. women and minorities. Nina, um, Jamel, right? All, all these, and they're not the only. Sarah Spain. They're not the only ones that he will latch onto when he when he wants the boost, but. Him knowing that at least these particular people are heavily associated with Dan and that he appears to have like this high regard with Dan, why would you continue to attack I, uh, to attack them other than just for the grift? Or well, is it just I, a thing where also Dan is like, I, I, does Dan have the like such a such a strong influence or whatever with this guy? Like, could just be like leave my friends alone you know like all right so i think it's i think it's dropping i think it's twofold here one it might be the case that like dan has been one of the guys that's actually like tried to come to bat for him in the past right um uh, but two what does every other person you have or that you named have in common that dan does it they still work for Disney. Like everybody you name, Katie, except for Katie. Katie, Katie, for Katie. And, and and Sarah, her her contract, I think they just paid her to like 
go away. She's, yeah. she's not, she doesn't have a show anymore, doesn't have a podcast. She's just. But she's still under contract, I think, isn't she? She's getting paid to not work. Sarah, yeah. teach me how that's done, please. Yeah, <laughs> Take too. us under your wing. Yeah, same um, three. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think a, a part of that is that Dan's probably scarier because you Dan, I mean Dan doesn't have the reach that the ESPN people have that's certainly the case right is it is it Dan with the backing of Skipper though it's Dan and Skipper Combined? and Mike Ryan and Stu Gotts and not only that but it's us us that's right so we'll we're like your ass so it's, we're it, like the, the you fat piece of shit is there anybody Sorry. in sports media that has a crew that rises hard for them as dance fans do. I don't think so. I don't think there's the most emotional connection with that large of a group of people. And because Dan's not under a Disney umbrella and he can say what the hell he wants and he has people on that crew, Mike Ryan particularly, perhaps, that will show up and say what the hell they want even if they disagree with Dan and they fully have the swing to get stuff to go viral, I would be more afraid of them than I would be afraid of the other people that you listed, whether it's because they work at ESPN and they have their hands tied behind their backs to some degree or that just cause they're not Dan. Um, like it, I mean, we've, we've seen it, dude. Like if he asks us to, help out x everybody helps out x like if he tells us we hate this person i mean you were kind of a cult in this way but everybody hates that fucking person we are a cult um like you yeah know, to, no to kool-aid it. fortunately um, um we, well i mean we don't know what they have planned for us at uh moss las at, at las vegas yeah. Ooh, breaking news on the pod i think christine and i are going yeah nice yeah we'll be at the uh golden nug in case then, anybody uh, in case anybody that's listening wants to buy us a drink yeah um <laughs> you happen to be there um <laughs> uh, yeah and we got a. Uh, I got the cabana for friday i think one i think somebody else got one for thursday so Ooh, I, okay so i rsvp for uh, i'll rsvp for both days but i did for friday did you pay tickets for any of this so I asked, so this is pretty funny. My buddy who's coming out for it, um, he and his fiance are coming out and they're staying at the Nug too. Um, and the Nug. And he was looking at the website and he's like, all right, so this paragraph says first come, first serve. This paragraph says buy general admission tickets. And so I messaged Jeremy with like a screenshot of the paragraph about first come first serve and i'm just like okay so i know what these words mean in this order <laughs> um, i also know what a general admission ticket is can you tell me how these two things work together and his phrase was and i swear i dot 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 i have no clue so <laughs> <laughs> So uh, three. Yeah, he ha three. Maybe blur Banana. out his name there. We'll say that was I didn't did I say Jeremy? I meant Chris Cody. Um Yeah, I, I I'm thinking just like G like the GA just, tickets I think and, and, get and the and GA tickets in case. 
yeah i think that's just like circa wanting to know what their capacity is so like they can plan okay. so that they don't run out is of... there a separate link for the ga ticket it's no it's in there it's, it's right there you just go to like oh. the you so it's under the rsvp there's there's two different days you can click on yeah so you just click on the date and it'll take you yeah and oh, also okay, okay, in, okay. in that section to purchase the tickets it's also where like if you want to do like they they also it's like if you want a day bed if you want a cabana or like whatever like the, the yeah, different options that they that they have i especially but, thought like because it's like a long day sort of thing like it seems like having a cabana yeah i think friday is it seems like it's that the longer the two yeah yeah because it's like 10 to 10 or 9 to 9 or something like that and then Ooh, thursday is 10 to 4 so it seems like Friday's whatever like a party or something yeah if the if something is gonna go down it seems like it's friday is the day okay yeah but um yeah. like like i, I also have... just thought like at the at the very least like honestly i'm not too worried about first come first serve because like they're not i feel like they wouldn't turn us away or like you know what i mean well i mean i got i got the cabana too and that's up to 12 people I, I have no expectation that they're like, oh, you guys are that podcast. Come on in. We we have no fucking pull. I, I no, that's no. that that's my that's my whole. I mean, it depends that, who I get a hold of. It's not the, that we're the podcast. It's that we know the hat guy. He's not uh, going. Oh, shit. Shit. Okay. Well. All right. The I'm only gonna... the only people of of substance that i believe are might be going is morgan and steak sauce i'm sorry or I andrew streeter like, i've put on like 10 pounds since my injury i am of substance um yes he is yes you are yeah Jeff. when a mean sees you he's gonna be like oh there's that rambling jerk again he's gonna go in the top oh, where's the picture hold on i'm gonna look at the picture no, where you're all no, in his no, face no no, no please don't all right i'm going to take a bong rip i hate you guys Oh, you mean you're going to go pee? No, I'm actually just taking a bong rip. Okay, uh, so that's Wednesday, uh, Thursday, Friday. I don't know what else, like in the sports week or show related, we want to cover uh, since we've been going at it for. Oh while wow. yeah that is you look up annoyed disgusted i'm sending this to the main chat mf i want to go home it's one in the morning why am i talking to you fools like you're killing my buzz that is that is what is that what, what is that that thing from from um uh freaking uh family guy lord buzz killington or something like that <laughs> Th that's who jeff was to amin that night oh i, my I think God. that's the character name I, I don't know like i Amin also had a great week i enjoyed having Amin back on the show on thursday yeah i think if um i, I don't want to say that if lucy had been there when they did the reese davis that she would have brought up the uh, the naysayer uh, comment, mm. but but yeah, it is like I think sometimes you know I I think 
they are scared to make certain jokes because it's like we as a largely white or white Latino show, we cannot be making the naysayer joke, even, you know, because uh, it's, you know, the, even for all of the corporate freedom they have, they still have, you know, yeah, the only reason when they the, when the, 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 like the moral compass or like, you know, whatever you want to call it, just they, you know, it's like, oh, because then it's like, they, I think they don't want to do something where people are like, oh, yeah, they, they it may, do they, do they say the actual word? Like, you know, uh I still yeah. stand. I, I I will. I still stand with my take that in the if, if they're doing the racial draft for the for the uh, Pro Bowl team and it's team white and team black, the Bosas they play on team black because you know they say the word and they say it indiscriminately. So they would not pay for. They would not play mm-hmm. on team white. Mm-mm. They wouldn't. They're like a play. lot of my Latino freshmen. Yeah, just letting it fly. Yeah, they, it they, they definitely go hard R. So those Bosas they're not playing on. They would qualify. Based on Will, Com- Will Compton's um, criteria, they qualify for Team Black, but they would not play on Team Black because uh, that's not how the bosses roll. Oh, we're talking White versus West Bowl? <laughs> white versus West? How did I conv- combine East versus West and White versus Black? Okay. Okay, yeah, okay. Was it white, white versus Black or White versus Non-White? It, no, it was white versus black, but then Team White was trying to bleed shenanigans by saying, we get to conscribe as uh the the samoans it's like no 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 you guys do not also get to you know do your uh colonizer shit and try to take the samoans okay Mm-mm. 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 i'm with no, you on that no 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 you guys okay. you guys will have all the exceptional quarterbacks but no, not not really who's the best white quarterback that they're gonna have no because because richard mccann's team is gonna be headed up by patrick mahomes i was gonna say it so it's gonna be patrick mahomes or and then or, backed up by, or it's either Mahomes or, or Lamar. Lamar. And then, I mean, well, and then I'll, I take, guess, I'll take those two or whoever, you know, yeah, Team White. I was going to say, I guess we got. Team West. We got, yeah. Uh, I guess we got like. Um, it's Brock Purdy. Homeboy. Or no, no, it's, it's Homeboy up at the Bills. Oh, um, oh, yeah. Okay. Stupid face. Yes. Yeah, stu- <laughs> it's, yeah. it's probably stupid face. Josh Allen. <laughs> um, Josh Allen. Like. <laughs> I mean, who else? I, he's got to be the pick, right? I'm like trying to go over it in my brain who else it could be. Are they going to try to get Brady out of retirement? Ooh, One last. No, yeah, he he's totally MAGA. He's totally 45. So, yeah, he's going to come out. I don't know. Him that- and J.J. Watt. 1776 and all. Yeah. Because if, if Aaron Rodgers wasn't injured, he would play on Team White. He would be the but starting did, did you – um? Did you address our our new recruit out of Iowa State yet? No. Uh, the the we the quarter the quarter the finally going to be a first first round cornerback drafted who's a white guy first time in history Not that a I... white cornerback will be taken in the first round. I thought so, he was. Is he Iowa State or Iowa? I think it's Iowa State, isn't it? Okay. Whatever one Lucy goes to. Or no. Lucy went to. No, 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 it's the other one. It's Iowa. Lucy's Iowa. Yeah, he's a cyclone. Iowa. Not a, 
But yeah, I mean, he's coming at me like a cyclone. Because you know, like the other, other than that, like you know, we're gonna have to fucking. I think we got to drop McCaffrey back at like safety and have him play two ways. Um, Cooper DeGene, yeah, from the University of Iowa. He's a hot guy. Oh, oh, damn Mm. it! Uh, Still, um, you know, I like we're we're so deficient on the defensive side of the ball. I mean. Offensive line looking yeah, pretty good. And defense wins both boasts as the team West. Defense wins championships, so um yeah, I mean that is the, the offense. The bo- the Bosas are gonna start um, the their their own league. I mean, yeah. How did the does where does TJ fall on this? Is he, oh he's team he's team he uh, R. No, T TJ Watt? Yeah. Yeah, no, we're gonna assume he's he's he's, got t- him, he's right? team white. He's team white. Come on, you, you he's on the East team, yeah. You like look at JJ Watt. They're like the most Americana white bread. Drink your milk before bed. Eat your eat eat your vegetables. Take your vitamins. All the stuff Hulk Hogan said before we found out that he was a raging racist and whatnot. Speaking of the N word. Oh yeah, and, and and he has that. There, there's that famous shot of him like doing the graffiti, doing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's true too. Uh, 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 Evidence right. is mounting while here. While we're on the topic of speaking of the N word, the league, the league, the the team that the Bosa start would be funded by Vince McMahon. Okay, I like. <laughs> I'm it. telling you that right now. But, team canceled. Um, Jeanette, I brought this up with you the other night. I think. Um, and and it was last Friday when on on Bo's show when he had Dom on that they were talking about this. Okay, you remember you know the uh, what is it? Let let a naysayer know situation. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be clear about this <laughs> for all of my stupid white male brethren out there. Don't start taking the word naysayer, substituting it in where the N-word would really normally go, and think it's just a cute joke. We all know what the fuck you mean, and it's not a good look. Let's just not do it and keep it moving, shall we? Like, <laughs> like they compared it to the word ninja. <laughs> Jeff, Which, in a careful. context, in the context of, you know, I'm okay. discussing something in feudal Japan or something, perhaps that has a place for me to use it. Now, if you use it in a certain manner, like not talking about the Chris Farley movie. Yes. Yeah. Nothing about Beverly Hills is what I'm getting at here. It doesn't Swimming work. Pools. So let's not use movie stars. Now you're talking Beverly Hills, Beverly Hillbillies. I thought we were talking Beverly Hills. I don't know who that is. I will say, ever since I saw Beverly Hills Ninja, I've wanted to hit somebody with a big fish. Um, (laughs) And then, and then years ago, um, I had gone fishing and I came home with a few whole uh, mahi mahi. And so I grabbed one of them, pretty good sized one by the by the tail, 
and I yelled at Matt to come. I was still living at home. I yelled at Matt to come into the kitchen. And as soon as he walked around the corner, Matt being my little brother, as soon as he walked around the corner, I smacked him in the head with a huge fish. And it was just as gratifying as it looked in the movie. It's one of the best moments of my life. So um, Chris Farley. Yeah. But yes, my point was, let's not take that damn word. Bye, pal. Bye. Um, let's not take that damn word and use it. And think we're a, being and think we're being, think we're clever. being cute and yeah. clever. It's like, no, bro, you're just stuffing something in there. Like, you know, take it easy. Um, okay, well, that was my uh, last rant of the evening. Do you have anything else, Jeanette? Uh, uh, it's gonna be very, very cold this weekend. Well, once again, we don't know um, when this is coming out. So for for those of you that are experiencing cold winter, the like the very cold weather, extreme weathers, um, just uh, take care of yourself, take care of your pets, and uh, yeah, and remember, a- it's gonna be. Seventy and sunny here. <laughs> that's Jeff. Jeff. That's Jeff. Jeanette and Pow signing off from Southern California. I can't talk good. <laughs> <laughs>